Hey guys, this is Lance Friday, and this is my first podcast ever. I'm taking a class called Managing Classroom Technologies, and for one of our assignments, we had the opportunity to create a podcast for the class. So, here we go. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the sports in the Kansas City metro area. We're going to be talking about the Chiefs, Sporting Kansas City, the Missouri Mavericks, and the Kansas City Royals. We're going to start off by talking about the Missouri Mavericks. For those of you who do not know who the Missouri Mavericks are, they are an ice hockey team in the Central Hockey League. They joined the league in 2009 for the 2009-2010 season. The head coach of the Missouri Mavericks is Scott Hillman, and he has done a great job coaching these young guys. The Missouri Mavericks, they play at the Independence Event Center, and that's in Independence, Missouri. If you've never been to a game, I really encourage you to get out there and support the team. Their colors are they're orange, and their mascot is Mac. It's a big kid-friendly uh, area. Uh, but anyways, their first season, the Missouri Mavericks, they went 31-27. and And this allowed them to enter their playoffs. And basically, it's set up, and they're, they're in a conference. And I don't remember exactly how many teams are in the conference, but there's a, a, I think there's like 12 teams in the conference. And the top, the top five teams of each conference go into the playoffs. And the fourth and fifth teams... The fourth and fifth place teams of that, they play against each other, and whoever wins between those two advance on to the final four of the that conference. And so, you know, in their first year, they made it to uh, the, the playoffs, and they won the first round. They were in fifth place, and they played the fourth place team, and they beat them, and then they moved on to the second round of the playoffs. And that's where they lost uh, against the Rapid City Rush. The next season, which was in 2000. It was 2010 and 2011. Uh, the Mavericks improved their record to 37 and 23, which that allowed them to finish fourth in the Turner Conference. They went on to the playoffs again, and they were eliminated in Game Four of a best of five series in the Turner Conference semi semifinals by the Colorado Eagles. The Mavericks are kicking off the 2011 season on Friday, October 21st. Um, they've already played some. They played a game this past Saturday. Uh, and they won 8-2. to two. It wasn't part of the regular season. It's kind of one of those practice squad games. Uh, but they won 8-2 to two this weekend. Uh, they're going to be facing uh, the Rio Grande Valley Killer Bees this Saturday, uh, October 21st. Uh, it's an away game. They're going to have, they have away games, and they won't be getting back in here. Um, they, won't be having their, they won't have their first home game until November 5th. And... That's on a Saturday, and they're going to be facing the Wichita Thunder at 7.05 p.m. If you've never been to a Missouri Mavericks hockey game, I would really encourage all of you guys to do that. It's, it's so much fun. It's really affordable. It's probably You can get tickets for 12 to 16 bucks for decent seats. It holds almost 6,000 fans, and every Friday and Saturday night is packed, so you need to make sure you get your tickets like a week or so early if you're going to a Friday or Saturday night game. If you would like to learn more about the Missouri Mavericks or take a look at their home schedule, away schedule, their promotional schedule, or their mascot and kind of some of the kind of other activities that they have, you can check out their website and it's just www.missourimavericks.com. Moving on, we're going to be talking about Sporting Kansas City. If you don't know who Sporting Kansas City is, you might have not heard anything about the change of the name. Basically, about a year ago, last November I believe, the Kansas City Wizards changed their name to Sporting Kansas City. And they did this because they were getting a new stadium, and so they wanted to kind of reflect those changes on their, their uniforms and their, their, their team name. So our new name is Sporting Kansas City, 
In addition to that name, they also changed their logo. Their new logo is still an inverted teardrop, and basically that's because that's how the Kansas City Wizards, that was what their logo looked like. And now there are 11 stripes on the logo on the left side of it, and those 11 stripes stand for the 11 players that are on the field. With the name and the logo change, Sporting Kansas City also got a new field called Livestrong Sporting Park. If you've never been there, it's also a really great atmosphere for soccer fans. I've never been to a Kansas City Wizards game. I went to my first soccer game this year, and it was in the, at Livestrong Sporting Park. And basically right now they have this thing called the, um, the Sporting Membership. And basically all you have to do is go to joinsporting.com. You sign up with your name and email address phone number, address, that kind of basic information, and you get three free games a year. And the games and the tickets that you get are the members club. So only a select people get to go in there and stuff. And basically you're sitting right behind the home goalie for most of the game, uh, or for the first for the first half of the game, and the second half you switch off. So you get to sit, and you, you sit on bleachers, but they're $20 tickets normally, but you get them for free. Another advantage to the Livestrong Sporting Park is that the parking is also free. The stadium holds about 18,500 people, and if you're walking in, you can see on the seats that it says sporting. It's really cool. So this year, they started off going 7-0 at home, and they finally lost against the Richmond Kickers. Also, if you didn't already know, Sporting Kansas City locked up a playoff berth this past Saturday by beating the New York Red Bulls with a final score of 2-0 at home. Teal Bunbury had a goal in the 57th minute, and C.J. Sapong scored a goal in the 74th minute. This win, Sporting Kansas City clinched a spot in the MLS playoffs. final game of the season is going to be this Saturday, October 22nd, and that's at 6.30 p.m., but that's an away game, so you're probably not going to be able to make it to that. After that game, we'll kind of know more information about the schedule, the playoffs and stuff, as right now there's so many things that could be that could change by this past this next week that's going on in soccer. So I should encourage you guys to wish them luck as they try to advance in the playoffs. Now we're on to the Kansas City Royals. The Kansas City Royals have been making a lot of changes these past couple years. If you've been following them, you would know that. One of the biggest changes that they made is they fired uh, Trey Hillman and they decided to hire Ned Yost. And with Ned Yost on the team, he has made a lot of great changes to the team, and I think he's starting to improve and turn us around. Uh, I know that's kind of some of the same things we say every year. Also, you know, we had a couple good seasons with Zach Greinke, and a change that we had is we decided to trade him and Unieski Betancourt away. Well, we traded both of them to the Milwaukee Brewers, and we, we traded Zach Greinke, Unieski Betancourt, and we gave them some money. And then we got um, Alcides Escobar, which is a shortstop for the Kansas City Royals. He had a tremendous year fielding. Uh, he's he's got to improve his uh, batting average just a little bit, and we also got Lorenzo Kane, which is an outfielder, and some pitching prospects, which are uh, Jake Odorizzi and Jeremy Jeffress. So we'll see what happens when they pan out. Throughout this past season, another couple changes that we made was we called up a lot of guys in our AAA team. Uh, we called up Eric Hosmer, Mike Mustakis, Manny Pena, Johnny Giovatella, and Salvador Perez. If you've watched any Royals baseball in the past, in the last, you know, 30 games of the season, you can see that their their team, they're all a young team. I think the oldest person in the infield is like 24 years old. The oldest person in the infield is 24, and the oldest person in the outfield is 27. So as you can see, we have a really young team. 
Alex Gordon had another great year, ending with like a 303 batting average. Billy Butler had another great year, ending with a 300 plus average. And same with Eric Cosmer. They all ended with 300 or above averages. Although they did not make it to the postseason this year, I'm definitely looking forward to them next year in 2012. Uh, I know that we kind of say this every year, but you, know, you just got to keep supporting your home teams. So I hope you guys get a chance to check out the Royals and their new team next year. Alright, finally, we're going we're gonna to talk about the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are off to 2-3. and three. The first couple games weren't, too the, weren't the best. Uh, we got crushed against Detroit, 48-3. to three. But at least we're not the only team to get by, beat 48-3. to three. Tampa Bay and San Francisco. San Francisco crushed Tampa Bay 48-3 to three as well. Um, so we're off to a 2-3 and three start. We beat Indianapolis and Minnesota. Uh, both very close games. And they, both, they played great in each of those games. Uh, we're coming off a of bye week this week. And we're going to face the, the Oakland Raiders this Sunday. And this is week 7. Uh, we're playing in Oakland, so it's going to be a tough game. They're currently Oakland's currently four and two, and they have a very very strong defense. The past uh, couple games that they played, they've won because of their defense. Uh, it's always came down to the last series of drives, and the the other team would have the ball, and they're coming down, and Oakland just stops them. So, so I was reading some more articles, and I found some stuff out about Jonathan Baldwin. He's a guy that we picked up this year in the draft. He's a wide receiver. He comes out of Pitt. University of Pittsburgh, and uh, this this week might be his first start, but we don't know if he's going to start yet. This is what Coach Todd Haley said. He said, I don't think it's a lock that Jonathan will be active or not. Right now, we'll go through this week. There are a lot of factors that will play into that decision. So, you know, we don't know what's going to happen here. Um, hopefully, he gets a chance to play, I mean, at least a little bit, so we can kind of see what he's made of. I watched some of his videos on his highlights on YouTube, and He's got a high. He's got a pretty high vertical, so he should be able to jump pretty high. And you know, he's supposed to be compared to like a Dwayne Bow type deal. During the preseason, basically, what happened was he got into like a little tussle with Thomas Jones, and he broke his thumb. So he's been out for the you know four weeks. He was out for the first four weeks, five weeks, and then we had the bye last week. So, but his thumb's healed now, and he's he's ready to go. But we'll see what Todd Haley decides. So this week is going to be a tough week against the Raiders, and I hope they can pull it off. And I'm looking forward to a good season with the Chiefs this year. I got some season tickets with three of my friends, and you know we were going to go to about four or five of the games. We went to both of the preseason games, and so just wish them luck this year as they you know try to advance their season, advance their record, and make it into the playoffs. Well, that's all I have for this week's podcast. Please subscribe for future podcasts, and thanks for listening.